Welcome to a special edition of Sheck Sports, brought to you by Any Day Rosé. You love rosé in a good time, why don't you get some Any Day? It's a great drink to have outside, indoors, friends, family, co-workers, even on a, a date or two, you name it. And by Anchor Sports. Anchor, it's a great anchor. It's a great way to get your ideas out there. It's an awesome uh, podcasting tool. It got me on my start and even can get you some money on the side for your podcasts. Share your voices, share your passions on any on Anchor uh, podcast app. So welcome back to Sheck Sports. Happy uh, Tuesday. Feels like a Monday, but understandable to all you that had a nice President's Day weekend. Hope it went well. All you that didn't have Monday off stinks, but I hope you still enjoyed you know, your, your uh, Friday and Saturday. I had the great pleasure of having a lifelong friend, a former it's still fraternity brother and uh, a fellow alumnus of McDaniel College, Kevin Rosenthal in town. Shout out to you, Kevin. I had a great time, buddy. Uh, a lot of fun. A lot of good times rolling around the city, and there'll be plenty more to come. Uh, so, yeah, guys, today's going to be a, not too long of a wrap. Uh, I'm going to probably have a longer podcast this weekend as I knock on wood, travel back to the great state of Maryland to see some friends on the hill at McDaniel College, then to a get-together in the nice city of Frederick in uh, western Maryland. Um, but it's good. We're, we're going to talk about uh, some MLS updates today. For Major League Soccer, and then of course I am counting down the hours. I'm sure I'll dream about it tonight. The greatest rivalry in all of college basketball, one of the best rivalries in sports, UNC Duke. Uh, a lot of pe- people call it the game. A lot of people call it the Battle of Blue, or it's really better known as the Battle of Tobacco Road, which is the famous uh, road that separates the schools um, by really just odd miles. So. MLS, it's been uh, exciting. I'm, I'm counting down the days, knock on wood, to the new season, uh, which is actually kicking off in, in a few weeks. Uh, home opener for NYCFC is on March 2nd at Orlando City FC. I'm going to be at a supporters brunch at uh, Carragher's Pub in New York City if you're in New York during that time or you want to watch some soccer or maybe just get to know Major League Soccer or even New York City Football Club better, head to the pub. They got a great uh, promotion, $45, gets you a meal, I believe a drink, a few uh, amenities, you know, some, some, some apparel, and it's just a great time to watch soccer, connect with fellow city members. Who knows, maybe some players will even be there that may not be, you know, traveling to the game or on the roster. Um, but this past week, Don Garber, the commissioner of Major League Soccer, just signed a new deal, five-year contract extending to 2023. Um, very excited about that. You know, it's funny. I think I told you guys on the show once, if not, uh, one of my accounts for business over at Human Skills Major League Soccer. Uh, I went to their fabulous uh, office on Fifth uh, on Madison Avenue. And uh, yeah, Don Garber was actually there. I didn't, you know, get to meet him, but it was awesome. I saw him down the hallway. It was pretty, pretty cool experience. Uh, a lot of respect for him. He's probably, honestly, my favorite commissioner in any professional sports league right now within the U.S. Because a, he's a passionate guy. Um, you know, he seems very like a very good person. You know, on the MLS spectrum and off, I've never heard anything negative written in publicity. No, uh, no, you know, damaging port reports. Um, and he just wants to grow the game. He's very passionate about the clubs, the players, really the fans. It's pretty incredible when you think about it. He took over in 1996 or seven, I believe, 
and there were just 10 teams in Major League Soccer. A few of them had dropped out. It honestly was a low point for the league. You know, people weren't sure if it was going to even last any longer since its inception in 1994 at the World Cup in the U.S. But since then, he's actually grown the league to about 23 uh, clubs. That's pretty phenomenal to have 10 teams to 23. And think about that. That's brought it on um, new franchises such as Seattle that won in their first year or New York City FC, um, Portland, and, and so many other great soccer, professional soccer clubs on the East, West Coast, the Midwest, and it's produced players, uh, Giovinco, uh, Bradley Wright Phillips, Tim Howard, uh, Steven Gerrard's come over, David Villa. Uh, so it's it's really a nice time to kind of sit back and reflect on what he's done for the league and for it to come forward. I mean, if you if it's pretty amazing, if you take a look at the numbers now, um, the average, I believe, MLS Cup is ranked in the uh, high millions maybe close to billion dollar marks when it used to be in the low millions i believe now it's about 140 million dollars a club used to be worth 80 million and the feeds to get in have increased five or ten times the amount so shout out to don garber man uh, keep up the good work i'm really looking forward to this season um it's going to be a really exciting time obviously cincinnati fc is a new club new york city got big shoes to fill replacing the legend david villa um, you know, Giovinco has left Toronto FC. Good luck to him, but I'm happy to hear about that for my boys in blue, knock on wood. That could help us out on the east on the eastern division. Um, you know, we we open up against DC United, which I'll give them credit, honestly. I would say they were probably the comeback team of the year. You know, once they got Wayne Rooney, I believe they they won their next, you know, six to eight matches, and they pretty much won out the rest of the season, finishing in the top ten of me. So you know, hands up to them. It's going to be a great game, you know, opener at uh, NYCFC. And then I may head down to DC United on April 21st. A Sunday is when the boys in blue are in our nation's capital. Um, Alex Ring was made the new captain of the club. I think it's a good choice. I like Ring a lot since he's joined. He had probably one of the best goals of the year in the league last season uh, against Atlanta, close to stoppage time, resulted in a 2-2 game Mercedes-Benz. I thought was probably one of our best wins of the season. I would consider it a win even though it was a draw because, I mean, to tie Atlanta, to score more than one goal or even to score any goals at Mercedes-Benz with that atmosphere, I, I would consider it a win. Um, it, it showed real adversity. So I, hats off to Ring. He's a good player, but I want to see more of that. You know, with Via gone, I think that this is a chance where, you know, you got to take the opportunity. And I think it's fair, you know, players, be selfish, you know, hit those 40-footers, uh, take some shots. I mean, I think this this year, this past season in the league sh has shown some phenomenal goals that you would see in Premier League when you would say, am I watching Major League Soccer? Um, and there's plenty to count on on, on, every, on every team. So I really challenge Ring and the other guys since Via's gone now to just show me more of themselves don't feel the pressure um to you know consistently pass the ball you know take them down the field draw the the penalty kicks even a red card um so that'll be exciting to see what he does Chano's returning i think he's one of the best uh, right backs in the league defensively sean johnson love him uh shout out sean looking forward to seeing you man uh, he's gotten some calls up at the national team and i'm sure all of blue nation is hopeful i hope even people that aren't fans of the club to see him start for the U.S. national team in 2026. I think he deserves it. While um, you know this phenomenal guy uh, out of uh, Columbus, 
I forget his name, but he's going to Man City. I would honestly give Sean Johnson the start in the World Cup because of his experience, his leadership. You know, he had games like there's one game he had eight saves on goal. It was a Dave De Gea performance. So it'll be great to see him back in uh back defending the net at Yankee Stadium. Maxi Morales had a preseason goal. Uh, City played uh, Orlando. It was a you know two one loss, but it was a nice goal by Maxi. Shout out to him. I see him scoring a lot of goals this season. Maybe the most for the club, having a lot of assists as always. Um, he always had good assists with Via as well. James Sams. I hope to see more of him. Um, he's a young guy. He had some starts last season. First, our first homegrown player, and now you got Justin Hack and another another kid. So it'll be, it'll be good to see. Um, and Ben Sweat, great defensive player, also national team calls up, call up. So it's going to be an exciting year. I think the Eastern Conference is really going to heat up. Yeah, obviously have Atlanta. Um, credit to them, really phenomenal job they're doing down there, coming with a MLS title, and they're only their second season. So I think that's really going to elevate everyone else's stocks in the Eastern Conference and the league to play up to their level. Um a lot of good games on the schedule for New York City at home. You know, we have the honor of hosting uh, Cincy FC. We got LAFC. We got Portland. We got Seattle. So it's it, it's nice. You know, every year you look at the dates on the calendar and it's like, man, we're playing Portland at home. We're playing Seattle at home. We're playing LAFC at home. And I hope that, A, ups the game, gets more people to come to games, keeps those fans with season tickets returning, and just gets new sparks for the club overall. We can only shoot up, you know, five years is, uh, it's funny, it feels like yesterday I was going to my first city game, but five years is a good amount of time, and, and this may be a, a turning point in the club's history, it's young, but, you know, there's been clubs that have gotten titles in their first five seasons, I hope for a title every year, but, uh, you know, it would be quite poetic, you know, to see Via now retired, the most goals for the club in all these moments, and then the year after he leaves, for them to almost win a title for him, you know, honoring his legacy even more. That'd be pretty pretty amazing as a fan. So, uh, all right, guys, we're going to switch it over to the last portion to a topic I hold dear to my heart. Uh, as some of you may know or not know, I'm a true Tar Heel fan. I have family in North Carolina. Um, I've had numerous relatives go to the school. I, I love UNC. It's a beautiful campus. If you guys haven't been, go. And since, you know, I was probably middle school, I, I, I was on the bandwagon. I love the UNC squad, their history. You know, Michael Jordan, Tyler Hansborough, um, J.P. Tokido, uh, Roy Williams, my one of my favorite, probably my favorite coach of all time in any sports league, um, or one of them. He's a hate, Naismith Hall of Famer, a great guy. He's been around since the 80s with, uh, you know, under the legendary coach Dean Smith. And he saw MJ on the court and all these other phenomenal players. Um, UNC Duke is, it's unlike anything else you'll experience. You know, it's one of the greatest rivalries in sports, you know, going up with Army, Navy, Yankees, Red Sox, um, you know, uh, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Manchester City, Manchester United. It's something where, you know, it's just a feeling. Even if you're not into sports, you know, I tell people all the time, watch UNC Duke. Um I had the honor and privilege of going to a game at, at the Dean Smith Center. It was unreal seeing thousands of people with blue, you know, do the clap, 
for the for the and one shots, the foul shots. You know, UNC unfortunately lost, but it was still an honor to be there. It's uh, it's quite a surreal experience. You know, I want to go to Cameron Indoor. A lot of respect for Duke. I know, you know, there's always like, oh, Duke, you know, drink a protein shake, you guys stink. But at the end of the day, you know, with uh, the, I guess, inner kind of not used to hatred, but the rivalry itself, I still give Duke a lot of respect. It's a great institution. It's a great program. I I think Coach K is a phenomenal guy. He's like Roy Williams. You know, they're two legends of the ACC. And Coach K is a really good person in general, um, not just for his basketball work, but for his charity work. Um, you know, people may find it ironic enough, but he was one of the closest friends to another in-state rival, uh, the, the late and great um, Jim Valvano at NC State. Um, you know, they were very close, Coach K and, and, and Jimmy V and Jim Valvano. Um, and uh, there's you should watch Survive in Advance. You find out more about the relationship. Um, but cats off to Coach K. Um, but yeah, it's you know, but but until uh, until it's over, I'm I, I hope Duke loses and gets injuries. So go uh, go Tar Heels. Um, you know, it's had great moments in college. You know, I would even I even once showed a game at a party. I, I literally took my laptop down to. Uh, Blue House, you know, for FICAP, and I actually streamed it on my laptop, and people were were getting into it. Um, so you can ask any of my friends, you know, whenever it's UNC Duke, I'm I'm wired in, screaming my lungs off. Uh, but here's a little, you know, history of the rivalry, guys. It's first game was in on January twenty fourth, nineteen twenty. Uh, UNC go my heels won seventy two seventy four to twenty five. There's been a total of two hundred forty eight meetings between the two schools. UNC leads the series 137 to a 111. Some legendary players of, of you know college basketball, the NBA, or sports in general that have played in this coveted rivalry include Michael Jordan, Christian Leitner, Jay Billis, Tower Hansborough, um, and many more. Any more to come? Um, March 4, 2007 was a famous date in the rivalry. UNC won 86 to 72. That's when uh, there was the collision between Tyler Hansborough and Gerald Henderson, where Henderson kind of jumped on top of Hansborough. And there's that famous clip of Hansborough with this look in his eyes of like disgust with the blood coming down his nose and the physical battle. But it sh- I think that lives up to the credit of what a great rivalry it is. Um, so much so that actually there was. A, a notification on ESPN. If it may be hard to believe, but <laughs> actually, uh, the tickets for this game tomorrow at Cameron Indoor are actually getting close to the ticket of a uh, this past Super Bowl, almost exceeding it, which is amazing. It's hard to fathom because it's a college game, but it shows how high in demand it is. Um, I know I'll be watching tomorrow night, and all those thousands of people in the arena and around the country, even the world, will be watching it as well. So uh, I think UNC will win. I'm going to give them a uh, 84 78 uh, win. I think Luke May is going to have maybe 20 points. Uh, this guy, White, I think will put up a, a good amount. It'll be a team effort. You know, UNC, especially in the Duke rivalry, comes out stronger as UNC normally does in any game in the second half. A lot of N1s, a lot of threes. Zion Williamson is a great guy. Hats off to him. UNC, if they want to win, have to contain Zion Williamson. If they don't, uh, you know, he could put up 40 points. Uh, he's, you know, probably go to the NBA after you know, only one season in college, but he's, he's got the right to do it. Uh, he's a great player. So that's it, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. 
Um, I know it was a few days, but glad to get back on the air. I will keep doing this. It's a it's a lifelong project. So thank you again for listening to Sheck Sports, brought to you by Anchor. Great way to launch your podcast, Any Day Rosé. Shout out to Phi Kappa Sigma, the gents. I will see you guys Thursday night, Friday. Shout out to Connor Hevner. Uh, see you this uh, Friday night, buddy and Frederick. Um, shout out to Renecrate, Human Scale, all my friends, family, supporters listening in, McDaniel Tennis, Corey Glocker, Kevin Rosenthal. This is Sheck Sports. Guys, again, if you want to get on the show, please, I love having guests on. If you want me to talk about something else, let me know. Even if it's not sports, fine to put it out there. And uh, I will see you probably on a show this weekend. Uh, again, this is Sheck Sports. Have a great night, guys. Have a good rest of the week. And enjoy UNC Duke tomorrow. Thanks again.